Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. I know it's kind of hard to believe that you can muster up the energy to talk one more fucking minute do you know what i mean <laughs> yes because it's like at, at some point you're just like i have I, exhausted nothing. all of my opinions all right. of my patience i just don't even fucking care exactly mine is more like i'm hungover. i had a big ass ribeye late last night <laughs> went to bed directly after with like i had two more oh i'll tell you all about that in a little bit uh, okay, <laughs> can yeah. we start can we I'm start? so much yeah, yeah i'm bursting today i'm bursting with you're content bursting with yeah. content yep you're always bursting with content. I know. I like those pants. You're bursting out of those. Are they like Whoa, tarp? Easy. No, no. I mean, like you're bursting with color from your pants. Um, Good for you for committing to strong, bold colors in pants. Yeah. They're like a palm pattern. Palm leaves. Yeah. You always have good pants on. And they're short. I feel like men that wear bold pants get a lot of like attention and praise. Oh. Because it's different. Not in like a pink Oxford shirt sort of way. That it's like, <laughs> well, look at you. You know what I mean? It's like in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear you that. know, but don't you just assume that someone who's wearing bright colors is just sort of like gay? Uh, let's see. I, yeah, I'm like twenty five. No, I mean, there. like like a man. You oh, would just yeah. Kind of wearing Very. colorful pants and a blazer, which and is why we it's need like, more hetero men to yeah. wear bold colors and yeah, bright exactly. colors. I love exactly. men in like in cool in nice colors. Yeah, I mean, I feel good. Yeah, I know. I feel I'm great. A, I'm a brig. Your brig? Big, big You're proponent of... Pop, <laughs> I can't even speak. <laughs> okay. Oh, like, boy. There's so much. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, boy. First off, I think you'll think this is really funny. Uh, Tell me. There's a company that I really like a lot. I've probably mentioned them to you a million times in, yeah. in terms of us like talking about potential sponsors. What is it? They're called Organifi. This is not an ad. I've never was, even heard of them. Okay. Well, I've You've mentioned them before. Mentioned they them. do green powders and like a green juicer, you know, green smoothie that I really like a lot. <laughs> and... Uh, However, like I was first introduced to them maybe about like 
maybe about like a year and a half ago when I was kind of like the first time I kind of gained a lot of weight and I was like, okay, I got to be healthy. And I, for about like two weeks, I kicked into healthy mode. And then I was like, I discovered their green powder and I really liked it. And then I just, their owner drew is like always on YouTube as like a guy chopping vegetables. And I just, I was like, I love this company. I love what they do. And I feel like they represent like the past healthier me and I really love them. So when I first got this radio job, I reached out to them and said, Hey, like you guys happen to have a headquarters in San Diego. I like you're a brand that I really dig and I just want to let you know I even like reached out to them to possibly sponsor this podcast blah 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 so so I just said I'm out here if you want anything and then I just kind of forgot and like their products have gone to my shelf and every time I look at I'm like one day I'll use it you know but I love them so they contacted me yesterday and said uh, we're looking for people in San Diego to basically give like testimonials on how the product has changed their life and like the before and after and everything (laughs) and would you really like to come in and so I'm like yeah <laughs> so even though and they're like great can you send us any pictures before oh. i know and so i'm like i'm like i can't really like send you actual pictures but it's enhanced my mood and like inner well-being what and if so- you sent pictures of you before as the after. after but i have to so so and that's what i was almost going to do and i thought shut up however they said oh this is actually an in-person video so you get to come in and like meet the ceo and meet the, and i watch their instagram <laughs> videos and like on their work breaks they do push-ups and like it's like you know like oh wheelbarrow each other around like the uh, office and stuff like that so, so tuesday you have to go i go in and you're i give my testimonial in? how it's oh, changed my life and i've only you're ridiculous i think that's really funny but i how it's changed your life. Maybe I'll bring in a before picture of like literally Shamu or something and be like, and now I'm this. Like, this is better, right? <laughs> this is like 10% better. Just show it's like, it's a, it's a Chevy Astro van. <laughs> Isn't it so, like when I was very heavily taking their stuff and really liking it and then I like dreamt of this moment and then now this moment is here and it's available for a very short time and this oh, is what I have to do. Man. So, so I'm going to try to do a crash health plan. It is now Friday and I have until Tuesday. <laughs> So I'm going to try to like juice it out this weekend and like, yeah, juice it out. I'm going to try to juice that shit right now. What are you drinking right now? Right now I'm drinking an oat milk (laughs) latte with maple almond oat things. Is that part of your, um, your reboot? No, it's probably very sugary. Yeah, it's super sugary. That's my point. I also like, uh, asked the girl at the counter if I said, Hey, do you happen to have a plastic straw? And she said, yeah, we do. And then the customer behind me looked really upset, but I ain't want none of those paper straws. I hate paper straws so much. Me too. Uh, so, uh, last Friday we did a live podcast in LA at the pack theater. Yep. It was so fun. Yeah. You guys, the format was this, there were some openers. Uh, they did a little bit of comedy slash improv. Then they, um, would showcase three podcasts. Uh, they didn't necessarily have to be local. They just need to be, you know, three podcasts. And they did a short format of 15 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. And the first one went up and I kind of just caught the tail end of that one. But I think it was like based on drinking or yeah, something. Yeah, the guys were really funny. I yeah. actually connected with them because I want to have them to us do like I got to tell you, there's something about like um, flamboyantly gay men yeah. uh, who just get away with just doing whatever. Yeah, and, and then everyone, everyone just laughs. It. And they were and so funny. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, how do you follow that? And I even know? like our listener question was like written on my hand basically. And then they have a full on prize wheel. And I'm like, right. oh. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so oh, we're kind of like, they got oh, their man, shit we, we, we started to get a little nervous. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. Then they had the second guest up, and it was uh, a woman who does this dating podcast. Right. And then she had a guest up, and, and the whole crowd was howling. Yeah. Like, really laughing. And I was like. And her content was great with, yeah. like, like relationships and yeah. sex stuff. And, yeah. I, I was like, oh, fuck. The 
tension. It's building. <laughs> and then uh, we had, uh, Meryl had invited some of our friends to come see it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want anyone. I there thought that it was so funny until about like 30 minutes before where I'm like, oh, that's going to be super embarrassing for our friends to watch us like bomb. And right. have, like four people. In well, the that's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. I was like, the last thing I want are my friends. Shout out to uh, Casey and Nick <laughs> and LaShonda and Brian for coming out and seeing us. Uh, but it was. It, it, Those are our four friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoops, I was going for more like the I mean, yeah, all the studio of our audience. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, those four equal like 200 people, so that's perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was like, I don't want them here. I, I really don't want them here. I even tried to talk them out of it. I know. I When I saw my friends Casey and Nick, I felt like it was my parents coming to watch a play because oh. I was like, okay, mommy and daddy will like be there no matter what. And I know they love me, but like, <laughs> I feel like if I like fall or vomit on stage, like she'll come out and help me. And, and I remember calling uh brian uh like a half an hour before it started going like are you guys left yet and, and <laughs> there's an accident on every freeway <laughs> sorry you can't get there yeah like hey you seriously don't have to come and then uh oh i didn't tell you the worst okay. oh yeah this is so ridiculous. i was okay yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it was it was a real it was my shit show moment that night so we went to sushi before yeah we ate sushi before then we drove separately to the theater and I had never been there, so I didn't know. I, I was like, all right, I'm going to head over. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to go get my clothes and change in the sushi restaurant. So I get over to the theater, and it's kind of in a little bit of a rough area, you mm-hmm. know, of L.A. Right uh, on Sunset. Yeah, yeah. Not, not horrible, just like enough to where it's like, I'm unaware. If you p- park like four blocks away yeah, and it's yeah. 1 a.m., it's like yeah. you might have a little trouble. Yeah. yeah. So um, there was really nothing open at this time. It was like 7 or 7.30 at night. And... Uh, I was like, fuck, I got to go to the bathroom. I just had two Sapporo over at the sushi restaurant. And I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. I look around. There's no gas stations. There's no businesses open. Nothing that you can just pop in and be like, can I use your restroom? And even so, I think in LA, it's like, that's not really a thing right. that people are cool yeah. with. Because it's like every guy all off, over. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. So I, uh, yeah, because Jack exists. <laughs> so um, they spite urine. So I walked into the theater thinking like, okay, they'll have a restroom. I walk in and I walk in and they're doing this like weird play before our show. So it's like an hour before and there's this play going on. It's like I walked in. It was like this comedy thing where uh, there were four Indian people on stage with a big sign that says, uh, who's more Indian? And (laughs) as they were all doing these stereotypes and I was like, oh, my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? (laughs) And honestly, had I been there on my own and and you weren't coming i was just there as the representation i would have been like peace and i would have <laughs> left, left yeah and driven all the way back to san diego <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah 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 but i was like okay all right and We've i looked around and i looked in the theater and there's no fucking restroom i was like how is this which possible? almost i would feel like has to be illegal or something somewhere. yeah it was just like th- seats and i looked around and in the lobby there's no restroom it was all blocked off and i was like oh fuck so I didn't know what to do and I walked back out and it was just light enough to where I like couldn't go piss in a in a bush or something. I didn't know what to do. So I fucking went back to my car oh my God, and the only thing I, I was like, OK, I'm sure that I have like an empty cup or something. Right. Right. I didn't. I did not have any <laughs> empty cups or bottles. I looked over. The only thing I had was a dog poop bag in the car and I was like I looked at I just looked at it and there was this moment where I was like we're about to do this oh shit oh my gosh so this is why guys are so lucky because you could like <laughs> pee into that kind of stuff okay I'm in LA sitting in my front seat of my car 
uh, it's still light enough out, oh, and I no. pull my dick out, and I'm pissing into a dog poop oh, and bag. Oh, wouldn't it fill up even more? Oh, than it, one, it filled or? up quite quickly, yeah, and I was like, "That's really oh, scary." My God. You're gonna do the show with like peel over. I got your- leather seats. I'm like so worried it's gonna like just go everywhere, and I'm freaking out, and I'm like. I felt like the biggest skeeve. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I was like, how could this place not have a fucking... And then I like get out of the car and I'm like, well, what do I do with this pee bag? There's no trash cans anywhere. So I just kind of like like nestled it into the like the gutter. Oh my bit. God. Oh, what are you supposed to do? I'm not going to leave it in my car. I know. And also you know? like in a good way, like on Sunset Boulevard, like you can totally just like throw it on the ground. Right. Like, that's one place where so I do everyone's advocate. Everyone's throwing their piss yeah, in bags. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I do advocate littering like, yeah. in that kind of way. As I'm doing it, some guy walks by and is like, you going to use that bag? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so what's happening like as a split screen, you're, I'm getting texts from you saying this place has no restrooms. Two, two minutes later, I just peed into a dog bag. And like you're hitting your all time low. <laughs> Meanwhile, I go to the restroom to change into my like, you know, performing clothes. And take out my pants, the pants I'm about to wear, and I realize, fuck, I've brought the wrong pants. You and packed I, the wrong I, I pants. Kn- I knew these pants that I brought, they were my yeah. black pants, and I knew that they were like too tight. I, it was my first time ever wearing them. They were your before pants. They were my before <laughs> pants, my Organifi pants. So if, I, if I had to stay on track, like I was supposed to do. But instead, I do it, and it makes yeah. me feel light. And, and so uh, so I was like, I know that I could like barely fit into these pants. Let me see. Let me see what's yeah. going on. And of no. course, the hour before, I had had like probably about 18 <laughs> ounces of soy sauce and like 400 pounds of you grain. You had two sake. You had a bunch of... Fucking, it was the most like sodium-filled, like yeah. bloating meal. So I'm I'm sweating at this point. Like I I felt like I had put so much effort before into kind of getting ready, and at this point I, yeah. I'm flop sweating like in the yeah. bathroom with people knocking. Hello, get it? You know, get yeah. ready. You're pe- you're texting me that there's no restroom here, and so um so I'm like trying to get the pants up, trying to get the pants up, and I can like get them over my hips, but I can't I can't close them, and so I'm like I don't know what to do. I don't I have no other options at all yeah. except for performing in like my like gym shorts that I've worn all day and sat in <laughs> traffic for five and a half hours and stuff, and so, so then. I finally just like squeezed myself like so much like I just like hurt myself in a mad way and I'm like it was closed and then I closed it and it finally zipped up but it was yeah. like no I, I I loved when you got to the theater because I was like there's no fucking bathroom and then you're like my pants don't fit me and I looked down and your white shirt that you tucked in is poking out through <laughs> my, my of the pants <laughs> of like the zipper part and you're like it's it, they were actually unzipping <laughs> as you were speaking you're like every breath you took I was like I genuinely thought it was gonna rip right open and I felt like and very, watching you freaking out in that way I was having the best it time is of my very life. funny very quickly we were hitting our all-time low yeah but <laughs> so. then you said there's got to be a bathroom and you asked and then they said oh yeah it's four four doors down down a long hallway yeah. to a back of the-. I was like oh thank God any place that someone's people are performing I feel like you have yeah. to have a restroom yeah, but so, I just didn't you know it's yeah like, I get that feeling I know that and so yeah. uh so we we got ourselves together and then we went on stage and, and you did something I don't see you do a lot I was like they had beer in the back and I was like yeah. hey and they're like if you want a beer you can have one you're like I'll take one mm-hmm. I was like wow I never see you drink beer so you were like, you were nervous. nervous. I was also nervous when we first started because you know that like number one, I was more nervous about my pants splitting <laughs> wide open because we, I didn't, I was like, we don't even have the chance to like announce that we are a shit show right. and like I will just show them <laughs> by having my right. entire spleen like on display and stuff like that. And then also, you know, like sometimes I feel like I still, I love, love, love podcasting and performing and all that stuff. But like I still, I'm always so enamored by people that are so comfortable just on stage yeah. very calm public speaking because I, I feel excited to do it, but I also feel like 
I get that feeling where you know when you like if you like fall in the ocean or something and you get like winded for a second and you're like like I can't breathe okay now I can breathe and so I always get that no matter like what I do in public at first and like I love doing it but I always like I like lose my breath a little bit and then it just takes me a little bit I thought it was so funny because I was nervous before and then right before we went on I was like well, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I looked over at you and then you got me nervous again because you were starting to like kind of sweat it a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, she's sweating it. Right. And so but honestly, I mean, long story, long, long story, mm-hmm. longer. Uh, it went great. It does. Re- and, and We had a great yeah. time and everyone responded really well. And I think it's a, a really great layout that they have there. And the crowd was hot. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. And uh, we had a guest come on that you guys know, Audrey Stewart. Yes, she we love her. Great. She's the best in the whole wide world. And uh, she told a story as well. And we had a camper of the week question. And I think we even went over a little bit of our 15 minutes because we looked at the guy and he's like, yeah, go ahead. Keep yeah, going. we want more and time. So, uh, and then a lot of people came up afterwards and said uh, how great it was. So we were super stoked. That's not me bragging. It's just kind of if, an awesome. If they knew what was going into it. Yeah, like if they knew minutes. how like kind of nervous and <laughs> yeah. whacked out we were, it's like it was just nice that it didn't turn into a complete shit show. Yeah. But what I loved about us before is that we both said like if this turns into something really awkward and painfully like embarrassing, it'll be great content. Yes. And I feel like that's really awesome that we do that now. Either way. Like I was just telling Britt, I was like, I want to put myself in more ridiculous situations because it's worth it for the podcast. Me too. I think Maybe so Maybe nothing happens, but like I want to go work, you know, in a soup kitchen on <laughs> oh, Thanksgiving dressed as a turkey. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? That, yeah. I want to do it. I want to. I, I want to go to like the Four Seasons. I know and just you do. Like, yeah, I know you do. Eat a shrimp cocktail and I see know. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say like, where are the people? Because I feel like I'm definitely in this category that are like just to get back to like the nerves for a second because I feel like the people that I see that go up and do TED Talks or do public speeches or whatever, yeah. everyone like to me always seems so good. And oh, I feel like, bold. I mean, come on, you think that no, people aren't going up there and freaking out, but I, I never seem to see it or notice they probably it. Probably practice it so many times. Yeah. It's hard to practice what we do because we're like, well, let's kind of talk about this and we'll see where that takes us. But you know, improv is, is, is more like what we do. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, maybe stand-up comedy is more like rehearsed. Right. And it's so funny too because I see my job like or at my job like I am I have to like drink coffee basically to like make myself have more nerves sometimes on the radio because I don't get like that does not freak me out at all but we have a lot of guests that will come in and like you can tell they sit down and they like look at the microphone and they like oh yeah we've had people that like are talked so normal and then the minute like the mics go on they're like "Ah," you know and so it is so funny different mediums that freak people out because to me like a camera or a microphone is not scary at all but like in front of a crowd I'll do it and I like it but I definitely have like some major nerves and I think that's something I really need to work on is just like steadying my I think we all could I mean I know that your boyfriend Jack has like put me on the radio a couple times for like questions and when he asks me the questions I'm always like very conscious of the words that are coming out of my mouth because I don't want to sound like I'm a bullshit character (laughs) you know what I mean yep and uh, it, it's interesting because as soon as he hits record, I'm like conscious yeah, of that. Yeah. And it, it's interesting that way, you know. That, but here on the podcast, we can kind of like, we can edit it out. Yeah, you know? I can't, I need I to can't feel tell like... you how many times Meryl has said the N-word. No. Yes, all the time. Knapsack. All, knapsack. That's with a K. <laughs> I would K. never say the N-word. That's with a K, isn't it? Knapsack? Oh. With a K? With knap, K? Knap. oh my god we're crazy with a k so then we did our show we felt awesome audrey was amazing and as she left she happened to tell us that one of our other favorite comics in town was having a big 
rager party. A comics only almost. It felt a comics like. only party. They were like, hey, we're having a birthday party for Gabby. Uh, Our friend Gabby Lynn. Yeah, Gabby We Lynn. love her and so much. You guys definitely should come. She invited you. She wanted me to let you know. And then she was like, there's just going to be so many comics there. And in Meryl and I's mind, we were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I drove tonight. I'm going back tonight. I'm not staying another day. But I was like, I really would like to go. That'd be a great opportunity. I run that comedy show. It'd be great to meet new uh, comics and kind of go. Uh, and if they're anything like Gabby and Audrey, they're yeah. like on the. Ver- I mean, yeah. these are girls that are pl- doing the Hollywood improv, the yeah, Laugh Factory. These be. are like, yeah, these are yeah. these are like the next level of the killing it kind of people. And I was like, well, it'd be great for the podcast to find some new people to be on it and just meet new comics for my comedy show. So I was like, ah, fuck it. So I drove home that night. I got home at two in the morning. Uh-huh. And then the next morning, woke up and. Meryl and I talked and she's like, take the train. I'm so impressed with you, Bo. Take the train and then we'll drive back together. I was like, fine. You don't know what that means to me. That ride or die spirit, I really appreciate. I don't, I don't have many people like that in my life. I think I am like that. I, I think really, I try to really be, freaking appreciate I try to just be like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do adventure. Let's That's go. like so cool. I honestly feel like you're one of the only ones I could think of. Is everyone else is like, not everyone else, but a lot of people play it safe or it's too much or I have this tomorrow or like for you to like throw caution to the wind like that it means so much to me yeah well I really thought like I'd get to this party and we'd be like uh so you you take almost what a four-hour train well, well I was just gonna say the reason I came up is because I was like I just imagined myself like rubbing elbows with Kevin Hart yeah and and like, it's like oh hello oh, Jimmy Kimmel what's up <laughs> Dave Chappelle wow you're out tonight and that's we're so great to Chris Rock like oh it's SHT with a shit yeah, like yeah. there's no I in it you know Chris Rock how it is <laughs> exactly like, <laughs> uh Seinfeld comes up and goes this is the car I picked for you let's go for the ride yeah and as I was yeah. explaining to Jack why I was staying an extra night and that you were taking the train I was like I was the, now I look back I'm like I am so annoying and ridiculous I was like on the escalator at the Sherman Oaks Galleria and I'm like it's basically a business move like boats coming up <laughs> <laughs> like, now I look back I'm like I am like the, really the worst so here's the reality uh, I get on the I get to the train station I've never taken the train uh, it is an Amtrak which is the the Greyhound of trains mm-hmm. obviously um, is it owned by the same wait when people? you think the Amtrak is like the um, like what's, what's like a nice airline like the jet blue of trains no 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 i don't know it's not because i would think of amtrak as kind of the fancy i mean i don't really know if maybe there's a, a shittier train but like if there is i really feel That's bad true. for the spirit airlines of that. <laughs> yeah i don't know what that is um but i got a ticket i bought it before went down to the station i was waiting right off the bat the train was an hour late yeah which was like okay i could have driven right. i could have driven because it was going to take me two hours to drive but three hours for the train and I was like, well, yeah, but I can just relax and draw on the train. No problem. Mm-hmm. I'll just fuck it. I'll just relax. And then it was an hour late and then it took three hours. So it was a four hour ordeal. Oh my gosh. And it really sucked because the kind of people that were on the train were just like real wackadoodles, man. And I pictured you with like like a CEO of like AT&T. Like, like no, it, it was like <laughs> some guy. The, the guy in front of me was holding a, an enormous orchid plant that was dangling back on me. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and it's like every every hit, we every bump we hit, the orchid was like, <laughs> like right. It was like, come on, dude. And then uh, it was awful. There was this woman in a wheelchair. Uh, and no offense. Uh, I mean, listen. Dangling on you. <laughs> no, no, no. She was in a motorized cart. And as she was, she was riding really really fast on the train station platform as we were getting on. And she was blowing a whistle every two seconds. Like, (laughs) 
And I was like, what the fuck? She's like telling everybody, get, get out, out of the of fucking way. way. Oh, she's man. barreling through and people are jumping out of the way. And I'm like, what the fuck? And of course, she's on my train, which takes a little bit longer because she's got uh, a special prep. And it's and like, and, yep. oh, so then I get in there and I'm like, OK, I'm going to sit up on the, the second story of this train, get a good view. All the seats are taken. Uh. And it's like the one seat that's available has no window. <laughs> so I'm sitting there in like this cave of a train. Then I'm like, okay, I think there's a bar cart on here, right? They, they have drinks there. Right. And then it's like, the bar cart is closed no. for the first hour. See, and I I'm pictured like, you typing and like hour? drinking a martini or yeah. something. Yeah, and like, so then I was like, okay, I'll go down to the bar cart in an hour. But then I'm like, I'm alone, so I have to pack everything up yeah. to go down there. But before I do that, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to draw. I'm just going to relax and draw. I put my uh, Bluetooth headphones in and I go to turn them on. Uh, no, no energy, uh, none, no power. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> then I turn my iPad on and luckily I'm like, okay, cool. We're good here. I start drawing, but then we take off and it's like, it's impossible to draw on a train. Yeah. It's like, yeah trains my, are- I'm just like, okay, this is really awful, really awful. So I'm just like, I guess I'll play Candy Crush for the next three fucking hours. <laughs> then I get to the station and you're not there. I and know. so I'm in the middle of nowhere Van Nuys, fucking California. <laughs> and you're like, I'm picking you up. And then I, I, have to wait, I have to wait 25 minutes for you. And I'm like, I'm alone and the station is closed. I'm outside in a city, Van Nuys. that's not like, it's not Beverly Hills. Right. You know, I was like, you motherfucker. And then you show city. up with a balloon for the birthday girl. Yep. And I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And you're like, yeah, the first one I bought flew away. Yeah. <laughs> in someone's, in our friend Casey's tree, her backyard tree. Jesus. I know. So anyway, she picks me up. We drive over to the party. We get there. And we're. And we're, I was like, I wonder what like my first cocktail appetizer will be. Will I want the pigs in a blanket? Will yeah. I want like the mini shrimp? Like me and Shannon Doherty. Like I know she's vegan, so am I gonna be <laughs> vegan too? I want to impress these people, you know? Like. And then we pull in with the directions, and it's behind Cheetah's Gentlemen's Club, right? And it's it's fine. It's like, hey, whatever. Uh, L.A. is L.A., you know. And uh, we get great parking, thank goodness. Yeah, right in front. Right in front, and we go up, and we're like, hey, is this the party and we've got this big balloon that says Gabby on it and uh we walk in and there's like 10 people there right and it is the most interesting situation the whole theme of the party was euphoria right the tv show from hbo which is a lot about drug use and teenagers and things like that so everyone is covered in glitter they have like red lights everywhere red and mm-hmm. pink lights and we, when we first walk in there's like these two girls on a bed doing a photo shoot yeah dressed up in fur and i was like oh boy here we go yeah it's so weird it's like there's no artwork on the walls <laughs> it's white walls these guys could have moved out of this place in like 10 minutes <laughs> and then we're like okay hey oh my gosh hey how are you and, you know we're saying hi gabby and this is not a cut on her at all no or the place. We it was just like she's amazing what we realize is like our vision of where we were going and then where we actually were right were different way different yeah and so what we ended up being at was a birthday party at someone's house who doesn't decorate and <laughs> no one brought alcohol yeah well i i think i think later on in the party they brought it like got, a bunch of white cloth it got and real it got, live yeah and and gabby's like honestly truly must be like one of the most popular girls in the city because there was there was like, like 150 people yeah at and this it's filled house. into the streets everyone was out on the streets they got closed down at like two or three in the morning the people that I talked to uh, were like, oh, yeah, this is going to get wild. This yeah, it was very wild. But it was crazy. We went back and we were going to get a drink and there were three bottles of alcohol for like a lot of people. Right. And 
it was like a bottle of Tito's, a bottle of Smirnoff, and then a bottle of something that had masking tape with the name Evelyn. El- Eleanor. <laughs> or Eleanor, that's Eleanor, Eleanor was yeah. written upon, like, don't drink this. This is Eleanor's. Eleanor's, Eleanor's vodka. So we both made a double. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. going to need to like drink this. Yeah, and then we walked around and made some friends. And, it was uh, super cool. Yeah, it was. They were really great. There was one comic there who, like, I was happy to finally get to meet and, and talk to him in real life because I feel like it was the kind yeah. of situation where we had really met like five or six times before. But like, yeah. and that's so funny. And we'll, like, I feel like uh, whenever I'm with my friend Lauren, it seems like they like because Lauren's more of like the stand up comic and people know her that way that like I almost feel like kind of sometimes I'll fall into like the background of them being like, she's Lauren's friend, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so this this friend had known me through Lauren and just like for years I feel like we would meet and then he'd be like nice to meet you and I'm like we've met like 17 times and so it, so finally <laughs> I saw this guy and I like we marched right up to him and I'm like Meryl hi I'm friends with Lauren you know me we've yeah. met at this point Sketchfest you know all this kind of stuff yeah and then he even did the like nice to meet you like Mallory or something and then I asked is this some weird like LA like um like behavior thing that you do yeah. <laughs> like I even I got to ask him and I'm like yeah. do you know my name and then finally we talked it out and he was and he's like no i just am horrible with names so yeah it was it cool was to like finally I, he, connect with someone like that where i I'm think like, What's maybe it's his thing because he did this thing to me where you're like this is Bo, and he goes greg and i was like yeah. that doesn't even sound like Bo. i honestly was i'm like is that some weird sales technique to like take mm. someone down a peg i don't I understand wonder. yeah I, wonder. I don't know but either whatever way it was cool to see them we also had met a whole bunch of people that will be on future podcasts because we did we, we were yeah. fishing from an awesome crowd yeah and these and people I, are insanely like i mean there was a lot a ton of like beautiful uh, girls there and everyone looked like an actor and Bo and I were going around be- pretending being like oh we're actually casting for like the next Sarah Silverman movie so like we're looking for like one special comic that has like irreverent sense of humor yeah. and we're looking for a female between the ages of 20 and 28 yeah if she could be uh, like an art school and looks good with glitter on yeah identifies as a her then no but it was it was awesome because I looked across the room and I recognized this comic that I had seen uh live once I was like what and I was like what is your name and they told me I was like holy fuck hey you got to do our podcast. She's like, okay. So we're going to have her on soon. So nice. we're excited about that. I love that. Wait, you act like I'm telling she you She said that. yes. Yeah. I didn't know but she finally you said yes. why did you say nice? Because I didn't know that she had fully committed. Oh, I see. I didn't know that she was a full yes. I see what you're doing. I didn't know if it was like party commitment or it's like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or if it was like, no, I really will do this and follow up with you in the daylight. But this was great because we were there for probably two hours. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like old people. It was yes. awesome. We didn't stick around. Because you said, I want deli food. I, it was going to go in the direction of like, I'm either going to v- need to do cocaine <laughs> for like the first time in a couple of years. <laughs> like it's going to have to happen or right. we're going to have to go get like beautiful, luscious matzo balls. Yeah. And that's what we and did. We went to Cantor's Deli, yeah. ate some matzo balls, had a grand old time. And then now we're here. There's some funny characters in L.A. after midnight in a deli. I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, yeah. There were some real. People were like falling asleep at the booth. Yeah. And everything like that. Yeah. And yeah, it was a very interesting party of people. Yeah, it was. You know, you and I, as a pair, are pretty, uh, pretty effective. Yeah, we're a pretty good duo. Ex- oh, pretty thank good, you. A pretty good pair. Oh my gosh! <laughs> speaking of pears. Oh, speaking of pears. Yep, not the fruit, not the delicious fruit that helps clean your colon. Oh. It sweeps away. It's like um the what? broom of fruits. What? It sweeps away. <laughs> what are you? What what pears are you talking about? I'm talking about boobies. Boobies. I got a booby story for you. You got a booby story? Yeah, it doesn't involve mine for once. Really? Yeah, I think you'll like. Okay, I've been. Okay, so. How do I even begin this? Um, you just did. I know, I know. Okay, so 
poor Jack always gets thrown under the bus, but this is just <laughs> how it is. <laughs> it's a Jack story. Did I tell you that like uh, a few episodes or a few weeks ago? My, I only live in terms of episodes. <laughs> a yeah. few a few weeks ago, I came home and he had the, his phone in his hand, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Just livid, <laughs> listening to the last Campfire Shit show." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, okay, so this so this will probably uh, end in some lividness, but I just want this is like the kind of story I want to share with you guys and yeah. with you and everything Tell like us. that. Okay, so he has two girl best friends uh they are both wonderful and awesome and at first like of course you know being like the like not insecure i really don't feel insecure about them but once in a while you know you always have the feeling like are they in love with them are they not or anything like that but these girls are wonderful and i really like them i've developed friendships with them they both are in different relationships they're as sweet as can be and like I actually like that he has two girl best friends rather than having like douchey guys like we're at the bar again, you know, all that kind of right, stuff. So right. it's it's kind of like the best case scenario where he hangs out with two girls. I don't go to a lot of their hangouts, like most, you know, probably 70 percent is them doing their thing. And then yeah. every 30 percent or whatever, I'll join in on stuff with them. So one of the friends, they have a very like um, I thought I thought they have a very like almost like a baseball buddy relationship where it's like. They talk shit on each other. Okay. She's a big Dodgers fan. He's a big Padres fan. You know, they kind of have like a like very like the, brotherly. The girl next door bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is, I'm not a fool. That, that is exactly the kind of like girl that, you know, guys almost like want to marry and stuff right, like that. You know, like right. I feel like I'd be the girlfriend that it's like, she's just tiring. And then it's like, she's easier. <laughs> and like, we could paint our face in the color of like our team and stuff. Like many times I've apologized to Jack. And I'm like, I'm just sorry. I'm not normal. Please like go find uh, like someone that likes a sports normal. team yeah, and like yeah. wants to go to Applebee's with you and stuff. And so, uh, so like you know I never think of these people as a threat at all I'm very secure in what I like imagine their relationship to be all that stuff so but the other day I had just noticed so so it was his mom Jack's mom was in town who I love so much and we were all in the kitchen and Jack was showing me something on his phone and his mom was at Jack's mom was at the table too and he was showing me like some video on the phone and while he was showing me the video on the phone, a message from this said friend popped yeah. up and the only like the, the preview screen that sure. I could see was just a picture of like her cleavage, like her boobs. Seriously. Yeah. Like just boobs. And this so, is, so his friend is sending him, his girlfriend is sending him pictures of her boobs. <laughs> his girlfriend, maybe his, his friend. That's his a girl. Friend yeah. Is a girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His girl is a friend. And so I got, I saw her name and then I saw like the, the window pane go through oh, and then boy. I saw him like, like, like click on it super fast and the the words before that like were in quotation marks the word friends so it was like friends in quotation marks it followed by a picture like that's what he wrote followed by a picture of her like breast did you lose it um i started to honestly like like i started to kind of get that like like you know when you feel like sick to your stomach like that that like oh god am i being duped like that just crazy like disgusting sick feeling which i never ever ever feel with him like if anything i always feel so calm and uh, like my mind started to spin i also like i didn't want to create a whole big thing because like his mom is right there and also i'm like there has to be some explanation there has so i was almost going to be like okay calm down but then like i couldn't get it out of my head and i had to ask like you yeah i know you i know and like and honestly any person i mean that's weird and any female that that sees like just breasts of another girl pop up on their their guy's phone is just weird and so so i lasted maybe like 11 seconds and stuff and so he was still trying to show me this video like he didn't act flustered at all he was more just like and then this happens and then you know and so I finally, when the video ended, I was like, I'm sorry, but like, why, what is going on? Why is this friend sending you a picture of her boobs? And the mom is right there. 
And he's like, what? What? And so he didn't even like notice. And basically he then clicked on the um, on the text to show. He's like, this, this can't be like, I don't understand. So he clicked on the text and basically. OK, so there's like two different like <laughs> veins in here. So the first vein was what it actually Wait, was. It was like a veiny boob. <laughs> uh, no, they were nice. They're oh, really okay. nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this friend has had childbirth before, too. So that's used to like lactation and stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> very nice boobs. And so. So what the actual happening was, was that she had written before that her and her fiance, she's engaged to be married, had gone out with friends like to a karaoke bar or something. And she was super hungover and yeah. she was saying something and like their ongoing joke with him and my, with Jack and this girl is that like she doesn't have that many friends, basically like that's So Jack right. had written in quotation marks friends, like okay. meaning like these people aren't your friends. They're just like people, sure. you know, sure. And then she was showing him a pic when you make the picture larger. It's a picture of like her with like makeup on, like, you know, all over it, clearly looking like the, the point of the picture to sh is to show that she's hungover, yeah. but she just happens to be like wearing like a low cut top and so sure. it's like the message only showed boobs but it ended up being just her wearing like a thing so i was kind of satisfied with that maybe for like a day or two or something <laughs> and, and even the, the i just I, it, a little part of me was like um i would like to think that this was completely innocent sure but i a little part of me got a tiny bit of the tinge of like paranoia yeah, of like couldn't help but think like is there something more to this yeah because it was definitely it it the hungoverness like it wasn't like I'm sitting there eating Chinese food it was like it could have gone as someone looking very hungover or it could have gone as just like I'm pretending to look hungover but my boobs are like on display you know right. a very subliminal type of messaging right. and, and stuff you see like that, that a lot on Instagram and stuff like oh just having my iced tea yes. or something it's like but instead okay, we want to do that on the back of your ass exactly like, so I did what any girlfriend would do and I made Jack's mom examine it so I said show the mom show the picture to your mom and the mom looked at it and she's like well uh, I like your boobs better anyway, Meryl. <laughs> and then, but then she kind of said, Jack is very loyal. He wouldn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. So sure, it kind of like, and I told, whatever. and I told but Jack. That doesn't mean anything. When yeah. someone's mom or best friends, he would never, it's like, fuck you. I know. And I had a very initial Meryl reaction where like they usually hang out every now and then on some Wednesdays. Like that's kind of their day that they'll have lunch or something. Sure. Cause that's the free day. And so like, I knew that this coming Wednesday was probably going to be a hangout day. And so I kind of was like, uh, and this was right before we were going up to L.A. And I said, like, ha well, have fucking fun on Wednesday and, like, squeeze everything you can. I'll be up, up in L.A., like, flirting with everyone that uh, I can. You said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God I damn, know. Meryl. And he and Jack was so upset and so sweet and, like, so, like, did all the steps of someone that cares and is, like, not defensive. I mean, if he isn't doing anything and he he's not doing anything. Like no, doing anything. no, no. But if he isn't, you're going to drive him to do something by doing this I shit. I know, I, but I, it was my defense mechanism, which I explained to him. you got to fucking go to therapy. I did. But she moved away. I told you. <laughs> Remember? That's she, not an excuse. She you moved to find, Mexico. you got to find a new therapist. She said she does phone consultations now. <laughs> I like loved her like, so much. I used to go to therapy, but then she moved away, so <laughs> I just quit. We're about, like, five episodes. No, episodes. Fuck. Oh, we were five man. What, treatments in or I don't yeah. even know what they call it and yeah. uh and so then she moved to Mexico holy but moly so so basically then I started to like I was like okay now we have to have another talk because it also didn't sit with me where I I had to like sit him down and I just said like do you think you you swear that you think that this is an innocent photo correct sure. and he's like yes I do and I'm like okay because I think it is innocent but if not like we have a very big problem because not like him in trouble but the fact that like a very close person to us who gets a right. lot of his time and everything. Like I right. really hope wouldn't be sending pictures of, of her boobs secretly. Well, and if she's not, if she's not doing that, then it's like, 
then it causes this whole rift that doesn't need to be there. Right. And, it's and like, I, I'm sure she would be embarrassed. And- uh, yes. And, and so it's very important for me to have a good relationship with these girls because that's who he spends a ton of time with. And they like, I, I like them to know that I give my blessing and I like them a lot. And so then I'm like, just out of curiosity, let me go back and like use you, Bo, as an example of like, what kind of pictures do I send Bo? And then I looked at like the pictures that I have sent you and it's like, <laughs> I couldn't look worse. Like there's, there's no cleavage. I don't even I, like, I feel like I send you ones that of like, like, really really that you would send your male best friend where show, the... show me a picture show okay, me a picture well, i don't know where my phone is okay oh yeah so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, example yeah. of like yeah. you look like a beanbag chair in that <laughs> <laughs> i do like but one that like people have been stealing like the beanbags have been spilling out of <laughs> it's like halfway there just little white balls everywhere exactly so so they actually went to lunch about it oh. and uh she was Jack brought it up and she was humiliated and Aww. said like I feel so bad she was like really like like weirdly upset and, and I was like no it's fine I've like I, I'm gone past it and then she was like um I'm so embarrassed like if if Meryl had did that to my fiance I'd feel really like bad and weird and you could just tell it was just like a snapshot like a quick shot that she didn't even think of and then sent right, to him right. and then she was like really really embarrassed and then he came home and told me and I'm like well that was kind of gonna be like my podcast episode today so <laughs> we're just still gonna continue to talk about it so sorry like, <laughs> we'll just give you another week of humiliation but but I mean it's totally I mean we've talked about it before guys and girls being friends it's like that's totally okay yeah and it is so funny how like for once I feel like uh, the relationship before Jack it was almost like the worst case scenario where they did have a friend and it did they did flirt and it was really like not good at all it was nefarious but then like this is an example where like all I saw was boobs and the word friends in quotes but then when you like actually see what it really is it's like it's a 180 from what I was picturing I I thought Jack was like yeah friends you and I are friends and then she was like yeah here's my boobs to prove it (laughs) and then I was like I was already heartbroken that I found out what it was and I'm like yeah and then he was even like do you want to come to lunch with us just to like see and I'm like, nah, I'm bored. I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I got over it in like a minute. So that was my. Well, th- I mean, it's good that you guys, uh, you know, addressed it. Yeah. And dealt with it in that way because I think a lot of people just go, I think something's going on. I'm going to catch up. I em, know. You know. And that's what, like, Brittany, your girlfriend is so cool because I feel like. I just feel like she's never I never feel any sort of like pressure of like you and I can text about anything at any time. And I never feel like she yeah. pulls any of the weird. Well, if she moves. is feeling anything, she's really good at like sort of caging it on her own. Yeah. You know, I think that I think there are probably times that she's annoyed that I'm on my phone, especially late if I'm like, oh, I gotta, but not like visibly like I'm annoyed. But I bet she's probably kind of like, OK, but like you and I are hanging out right now. Yeah. And like, like, you know, or if I'm at dinner and I have to take care of something that's like i'm conscious of the fact that like being on your phone like that can it can be annoying see that's funny she doesn't have any of the girl i like even i i still admit i still get a tinge of like the like i i really love these girls and but i still get a a little bit of that like but i'm the like queen one around here almost you know what i mean like if if oh you know what i probably haven't told you this but Brittany has a dick She's totally a guy. <laughs> I knew it. That's yeah. Uh, that's, that's why you guys work so well that's together. That's why it works. Yeah, exactly. It you finally found because, someone. Oh my god. Yeah. No, she's just. That's everything that you want. She's just pegging me left and right, and that's where our happiness comes from. Oh my gosh, I had yeah. a feeling. Yeah. That's so, why you're waddling today. <laughs> yeah, that's I. I'm having a hard time sitting down. I keep squirming a little bit. Oh my gosh, Bo. Hey, you know. Well, don't send me any pics of that. Uh, just my cleavage. Okay, I think I'm good. Are you good here? I'm. S- I, I don't. I'm we don't want to do any segments this week. We just want to keep a bare breasted for you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 
This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. When's the last time you had Chicken McNuggets? Two and a half years ago. Is that real? Yep. It's been so long for me. I just had wings right like before. Really? Yep. Honestly, buffalo, wild wings, medium. Oh. They're so good. So fatty. I'm a wing hoe. I am a wing (laughs) hoe. You are a wing hoe. I'm a breast. (laughs) (laughs) And it all comes back around.